All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy Saturday. A really fun discussion coming up today. You know I've spent most of my career reporting on issues surrounding the FBI when they succeed, like when they find the Unabomber or when they come to a way of identifying the alleged killer in the Idaho student slayings. Those are great moments. And then when they have tough moments, like the cheating in the FBI lab that went on that we exposed years ago, or when they made up a false Russia collusion narrative in case without the evidence or predicate to back it up. We like to have candid discussions, and and I think it's really important for us to do that. Over the last couple of days, I've had a chance to really have some conversations, Amanda and I, with some very thoughtful people, people leading the conversation about how to reform the FBI, how to create restored trust. We've had Kevin Brock on. We have had so many other good names in the FBI. Today, you're going to bring you into a conversation with two very learned men when it comes to law enforcement, integrity, those sort of issues. First up, the former acting attorney general of the United States, Matt Whitaker, is going to join us. He was with Amanda and I last night, had a really great conversation about the differences between the Trump and Biden classified documents cases, the weaponization of the FBI, what's that head, what it will take for Jim Jordan and Congress to get the truth they need. Very thoughtful interview from Matt Whitaker. And then we're going to introduce you to a former FBI agent, a former deputy assistant FBI director. His name is Scott Nelson. And a few months ago, he wrote a letter to the FBI director, Chris Ray. He has some stature to do so. He's not only just an agent, he was in the executive leadership of the FBI in Washington. And he wrote an open letter about what ails the FBI that so many of its alumni and current agents see and what could be done about it. And you would think someone who did something that thoughtful, who had the stature of Scott Nelson as a former high-ranking FBI alum, would have gotten an answer from Christopher Wray, but he didn't. And uh, Scott Nelson is going to join us. We had a great conversation with him as well. Very interesting thoughts. Very interesting, clear answers about what's right and wrong with the FBI, what it still does. He's a guy that doesn't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but he wants the leadership to step up, step up, one more time, step up and get some things done. And a lot of the agents, rank and file and retired, don't feel like Chris Ray is willing to step up and do what it takes. You're going to hear from Scott Nelson why 
they think that that's going to be an exciting conversation today. So Matt Whitaker, followed by former FBI agent Scott Nelson. Great show today. All about the integrity of the FBI, the Justice Department after a very dramatic week of what was going on all around us in Washington, starting with the discovery of the Biden documents, the appointment of the special counsel, the launching of the subcommittee on weaponization of FBI. Lots of news all around. You're going to get the latest from two really big voices in the law enforcement community. Former Attorney General Matt Whitaker, followed by former Deputy Assistant FBI Director Scott Nelson, back to back right after these commercial messages. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, Thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. He's the former acting attorney general of the United States, former U.S. attorney, 
one of the most learned people in law. He is our good friend, Matt Whitaker. General Whitaker, good to have you back on the show. Great to be with you. Thank you for the uh, very kind introduction. And I love your shirt, Amanda. <laughs> Look at that. I feel a little too casual on this Friday next to you guys in suits and ties. <laughs> Anytime you're promoting Leonard Skinner is good, I think. That's right. I, I agree. I'm with him. Absolutely. Um, Matt, I want to ask you about this. We've seen now two instances, a current and former president accused of having uh, classified materials or uh, materials with classified markings in their possession. Uh, you're thinking a lot of people feel like they're seeing two disparate treatments here. I want to get your analysis. You ran this department. You know how it goes. Is this a fair analysis to see disparate treatment here? Well, it, it's on the one hand, um, you know, the, the treatment and we can go through the highlights, but I want to like take a step back and this, you know, this is either, uh, I think this is a huge unforced error by Merrick Garland. He didn't need to appoint a special counsel against Donald Trump. Uh, and, and he stood at the podium at the time and didn't say the words that he said, I believe, when he appointed the special counsel for Biden and which is that we could handle this. Uh, internally here at the Department of Justice. And so what he did, though, is he forced his own hand uh, in, in a really unskillful, you know, judge-like manner where he wasn't thinking through the steps uh, that would happen. And what makes it even more quizzical to me um, is that he knew when he appointed the special counsel Jack Smith against Donald Trump that Joe Biden had similar problems with classified document mishandling. So that tells me that they never planned on this Biden mishandling to ever see the light of day. They were planning on everybody to play nice, that the mainstream media wouldn't cover it, wouldn't hear about it, that it would just kind of never be um, announced. And then it came out and he has been scrambling ever since. Uh, I think after December 20th, when um he realized that there were two and now we've here there's a third tranche of classified documents that have been discovered in Joe Biden's possession. Uh, I think he should have uh, gone to the podium then and appointed a special counsel. And the fact that he just did it this week uh, demonstrates that, you know, he uh, created his own mess and now he's going to have to live with it. Yeah. Great analysis. And, and there's another aspect of all of this that is uh, concerning. Hopefully, Joe Biden won't resort to bleach bit and hammers. But it, I think of the way that Hillary Clinton handled the emails and the way that she spoke about it. And it was evocative of the way that Joe Biden spoke the other day about, you know, it's in his garage. Oh, it's, it's with his Corvette, which he seemed to value a little bit more than these papers. Uh, but there there seems to be this new trend of. I don't know. It's almost a cavalier attitude towards yeah. issues that I think 10, 20 years ago would have been handled with a much higher level of seriousness. Is this something that is that is becoming endemic? Yeah, I, I watched the same thing. I mean, and I would have to say that there have been people that have been prosecuted for the crime of having documents at their home. I mean, you know, General Petraeus is a, is a good example. You know, the distinction they made is he shared that information with a person that didn't have clearance. But, you know, I, I just the law doesn't recognize uh, any of these exceptions. The the I didn't know they were there exception that Joe Biden and his, uh, you know, colleagues and supporters are trying to use uh, the, the exception of it was in a locked garage with my most prized possession, which is my Corvette. So none of these exceptions are actually recognized under the law. And, uh, you know, as I, as I think about this case, I mean, I think 
Uh, it's going to be very interesting if the special counsels coordinate their legal analysis, because remember, you know, in, in each case, you're fundamentally looking at this, um, you know, gross negligence or recklessness standard um, that they need to kind of agree uh, what the facts and circumstances that would trigger that. You know, there's been uh, promoted, to, uh, you know, at least today and in, in, uh, this list of the enhancements. What what else do you need? Do you know, do you need to do something to harm the United States of America? Do you need to have so many documents um, that, you, you know, that, that the, you know, the, the mere quantity of these documents show criminal intent? It's, and in and, and the, the Trump case, they tried to distort it by pulling in all the presidential records uh, and, and to try to create like this massive amount of documents that were illegally possessed. But that's if you if you actually compare apples to apples, uh, which our friends at MSNBC and CNN will never do. But you compare Apple apples. I think we're talking about the same uh, relative quantity uh, of of classified documents that that were that were discovered. But certainly the way that the, the the documents were handled in the Biden case is much different. You know, he he has self-certified essentially that he has turned over all the documents into possession now that he's had for at least the last six or seven years. In Donald Trump's case, you know, they were still negotiating when the FBI came in uh, and, and raided Mar-a-Lago and tried to take possession of all these documents. Uh, Matt, I, when we uh, yesterday we had a story pointing out that this university where Joe Biden had some of the documents stored was a large recipient of China money. The majority of it coming in in that short period of time when Joe Biden was a guest professor and head of that center. Uh, and we're talking tens of millions of dollars that center then turns around and is part of the pressure system that convinces Merrick Garland to shut down the most important FBI counter espionage program that the Justice Department had for Chinese uh, spies in academia, the China Initiative. Chris Ray was arguing to keep it. Donald uh, 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 Merrick Garland seems to have sided with uh, Joe Biden's old employer, a China recipient of money over the FBI. How important was the China Initiative? You were there when it was created. Yeah. And it's shut, being shut down. And now we find out at the request of one of Joe Biden's sort of circle of friends. Uh, what are your thoughts on all that? Well, not only was I there when it was created, I was one of its advocates That's right. uh, that thought it was necessary. And I know that the FBI felt it was very important. And we did a lot of good cases uh, trying to you know, get uh, the, the Chinese Communist Party out of our universities and research institutions and from stealing our technology and transferring it uh, to China for their use, uh, ultimately against the United States. This is something that that I'm following very closely because we don't know enough. We you know, there's a couple data points that you just highlighted, John, that, you know, is the money coming from China in and around the time that Joe Biden became a uh, an honorary professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, we just can't you know, we don't know yet um, right. enough about the flow of that money. Obviously, there are significant ties already uh, between China and the Biden family. Would not surprise me if China was supporting the University of Penn Center uh, that, that was collaborating with Joe Biden. I think we need to learn more. And I, the question for all of us is, is there actually going to be an investigation into that money? Is the University of Pennsylvania going to have to turn over, um, you know, the, the the solicitation documents, the emails, the correspondence and, you know, and the purpose of these donations? Because I, I have a feeling that they don't really don't want people to look under the, the hood of this deal. Yeah. Well, Congressman James Comer said on the show last night he's dropping an right. evidentiary request today. So that investigation just began. 
So, yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah and I, I know Republicans, there are a lot of investigations they want to look into. But, you know, unfortunately, over the last five years in particular, there has been uh, a, a new level of distrust in the FBI and the DOJ. And again, the House is going to look into these things. Investigations into the politicization of those two agencies in particular, does that does that help rebuild trust? Well, I think we're going to have to see what they find and how much cooperation we get from the Department of Justice and the FBI. Uh, I don't expect that the FBI or DOJ is going to raise their hand and say, yes, we have politicized law enforcement and here are the examples. I think it's going to be like pulling teeth. Yeah. And I, ultimately, uh, they're going to have to use the subpoena power to get the documents and to get the people in front of them to ask important, smart questions that get these answers. Uh, but you know, all you have to do, you know, we were talking about at the top of the show, all you have to do is look at the treatment of Donald Trump and and that screams uh, that there's a two-tiered system of justice. The way Joe Biden has been treated is entirely different. Now, the ultimate result that they both have special counsels appointed to do an investigation you know, does not cover up the fact of how we got to that point uh, in the disparate treatment between the two. Yeah, that's such a great point. Matt Whitaker, it's always a great honor to have you on the show. We're going to be sure to be following up throughout the year. A lot of big uh, revelations ahead of us, I'm sure. But thanks for joining us today. All right. Thank you both. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back, everybody. If you've been keeping an eye on all the activity within the FBI these days, much of which has been John's reporting over at justthenews.com, you may not be their biggest fan. After all, the latest poll numbers from late last year show a 50% job approval rating, which is about a 10% decline from 2014 and 2019. Well, our next guest retired from the FBI after serving as a deputy assistant director and recently penned a letter to Director Christopher Ray asking him to fix the FBI. 
FBI. And after two months, the letter unanswered. Joining us now is the author of that letter, Scott Nelson. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Scott, first of all, are you surprised that your letter uh, was unanswered? And second of all, I think that our audience would love to know some of the things in this letter, some of some of your chief complaints or, or items that you brought to Director Ray's attention. Well, first of all, uh, I'm a great admirer of the FBI. The men and women there have done great things over long periods of time, not without some difficulty. They're having some of that difficulty now. I kind of characterize it as if there's a storm brewing and that the issues of confidence and trust have been eroded. So uh, I haven't heard back from the FBI on my letter and I sent my letter sort of on behalf of myself and others as a way of helping to fix the FBI we offered to help. What, what little we can do, we're taxpayers, we're ex-FBI, et cetera. In the letter, I, I broke it down into several pieces, but one of the pieces had to do with what you said early on, and that is public trust and confidence. That seems to be eroding. The fact is the FBI can't get the job done, can't get it done, done well or not at all without public trust and confidence. The Bureau has always relied on the public to get the job done. And in fact, they serve the public. Well, that said, crime is spiking. And our contention is the FBI needs to spend a little more time in the trenches fighting crime and a little less time in the political trenches politicizing presidential elections. And we feel like the safety of our communities is really more important than the politicization of certain candidates. So uh, we kind of looked at that and we decided that we need to help with that. And we're here ready to help, given the fact that the polls are really down on the FBI. There's a couple other things we talked about. And one is I'm a, a former SWAT a guy. I'm a former combat Marine. I know about violence and, and, and I've been there, done that. And we feel like the Bureau in the political sense has spent a little bit too much time displaying that violence, for example, with one of our former, with our former president during a search warrant, 30 agents, cameras somehow showed up there. What we like is the publicity on violent crime, our cities burning, our cops getting killed. That's where we want the publicity, not in this political realm. So those are some of the things I brought up. Just a couple more. One might be the congressional intent in the congressional overview. We all believe, all of us FBI, all of us citizens believe in the Constitution, and we believe in oversight. We feel like the FBI needs to do a better job with congressional oversight. To answer the question, I don't know, or I can't say, probably is not suitable. We understand pending investigations can't necessarily be discussed, but we're looking for overview of the FBI that is, is straightforward and open to the public, uh, for what they can say and what they can't say. Uh, the last thing that I'll mention, and there's other items in here, it seems like there's a great concern out there about those who speak up, those who stand up and speak up. And there's plenty of ex-Marines in the FBI. There's plenty of ex-police in the FBI. Plenty of us will stand up and speak up. But there is a certain thing out there now about retaliation or retribution and that's not good. We feel like the Bureau, the director should listen to us, all of us, or one of us, because we've served our country for many, many years. 
And we don't think that that issue of retaliation should in fact impact what we say, what we don't say before a school board, before a county meeting, uh, at a football game, uh, to ex-agents, to Congress, to our politicians. We wanna feel free with the First Amendment right to speak up and stand up. And we have a little concern about that. We've seen some things online. We've seen some things with Twitter. We've seen some other things where a lot of the men and women of our fine FBI really don't feel comfortable speaking about things that we think will help fix the FBI that are somewhat in need of fixing today. I can tell you, uh, Scott, so many uh, agents that I've talked to in, in the job now and retired share the exact same sentiments that you just so eloquently laid out. I want to ask about, you mentioned First Amendment. Obviously, you fought for our liberty as a Marine. You fought for it as an FBI agent. When you see that the FBI had a center, a command center set up in San Francisco during the 2020 election and was routinely forwarding requests from headquarters, that's the important part of the testimony, headquarters to the uh, Twitter headquarters and other social media saying, we want you to take this post down. By the way, these weren't Russian posts or Chinese posts or Iranian posts. These were American posts in many circumstances. When did the FBI feel comfortable getting into the speech regulation enforcement business? Well, I say stop. Well, I was the number two guy in the San Francisco office. I know that office. I know that zone. And I ran the public affairs for the FBI at one point. I know what they should do and shouldn't do. The fact is, if there's online information of a threatening nature, somebody's going to get hurt. There's a problem with with overturning the government. There's a problem with somebody being hurt or disparaged. That's a criminal matter. And certainly that ought to go to the social media platforms. If there's a disparagement of somebody or uh, a telling of an untruth, there's civil courts. The Bureau should not, and I'll say should not, and during the time of that we were there, did not quell free speech. Free speech is absolutely important online, offline, before city councils, before school boards, before your family. That's what it's all about. So that's a that's a concern for us that the FBI was possibly manipulated by the Department of Justice and got into this speech suppression zone. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, Scott, we've just got a few minutes left, so I want to turn to the remedy. Um, I think that ultimately, I mean, in, in a perfect world, the FBI, the DOJ, the intelligence community in general would operate philosophically apolitical, but that's not possible. We're all driven by personal motivation. But a lot of people uh, that that we have spoken to and who we've had on the show have talked about how maybe it's time to totally revamp the FBI. Some have even suggested time to throw it out, start from scratch, start anew. But I know you have asserted that the the best remedy is to restore it and not replace it. Can you expound on that? Well, I, I think so. I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The Bureau started in 1908. I won't go back too far. We've been through some good times and some bad times. And now it's going through some bad times. My remedy is pretty straightforward. I'm talking about FBI leadership, fidelity, bravery, integrity. Those are the things we've done all the time. The agents whose names are on the walls, those who've died in, in action, they expect it and we expect it. So what I think also is maybe Oversight. I think it may be time for some more congressional oversight. There are issues about splitting the FBI apart. 
If you do too much of that, you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and I don't think that's appropriate. The Bureau is just off track today. I think they can get back on track and they can recoup, I think, the, 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 the support of the public and of all of those who have worked there before. Yeah, so important. Scott, real quick, we got about 40 seconds left. I just want to ask you the uh, the way that uh, President Biden and Donald Trump were both handled on the classified documents issue. Any concerns about uh, disparity or do you think they've been treated about the same? I think there's a great concern. It's totally disparate. Equal justice for all. Due process. I can't say that enough. If you're tall, if you're short, if you have blonde hair like me, what's left of it? You expect the same as everybody else, and they're not being handled the same. And I think it's wrong, and I think it's a, a constitutional issue that hopefully will square away. Everybody stands on what they do yeah. or what they don't do, period. That's how I see it. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up the Saturday edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. So grateful you can join us. Listen, there's some big thoughts that both Matt Whitaker and Scott Nelson gave us. I thought when Matt Whitaker said the situation that Merritt Garland, the attorney general, finds himself in is a self-inflicted situation, an unforced error. I think it's the exact terms he used. A lot of wisdom in that. And I think the efforts by the Justice Department to look tough and aggressive and bullying against President Trump ultimately come back around and bite them. Now they have to apply the same standard to Joe Biden already. There's proof that he hasn't actually done that because obviously both men had documents multiple times in multiple locations. Donald Trump gets raided and Joe Biden doesn't. That alone is a really significant thing. There's a difference in the tone and the tenor. But now both men are facing a special counsel over an issue that probably should have been resolved in the civil courts. Really interesting development there from Matt Whitaker. And then when you go back and you listen to Scott Nelson, there's a dynamic we've seen. We've had Kevin Brock on the show. We've had Chris Swecker on the show. We've had other FBI agents on the show. Scott Nelson adds his voice to these People who served the FBI long. Scott Nelson served us first as a U.S. Marine, then as an FBI agent, then as an FBI executive. So many of these men have been speaking up for over a year now, saying the FBI is broken. Politics has gotten into it. Chris Swecker has said, and as you heard on the show, one of his gravest concerns is that there are too many, starting with maybe a little bit with uh, uh, Director Mueller, but since then, Jim Comey, James Comey, and Chris Ray bringing in 
partisan lawyers from the Justice Department, not trained in the neutrality of criminal enforcement, but in the political ideology of the left law schools, and that they're infecting the FBI. I think you heard Scott Nelson talk about why that's important. You got to stamp politics out of the FBI. Political considerations have no room. And the other thing that I think Scott Nelson really focused on, and it's something that we really need to get the Americans educated, the FBI does not have a legal role in speech enforcement. If there's a crime committed in the speech space, sure, if someone's about to commit a terrorist act and they express it on there or a mass shooting, the FBI should jump in. But it's not their job to decide if someone's true or not. It's not their job to say whether they agree with an opinion or not. And as you saw, a lot of the mistruths that were being identified turned out to be truths. They were The people claiming they were mistruths were the ones lying, just like you saw in the incredible Twitter revelations this week about Adam Schiff, a man who I think in history's Limelight will look very much like Senator Joe McCarthy. The new 21st century era of McCarthyism was brought on by this man, Adam Schiff, and it is time to repudiate it. It's also time to make sure that the FBI stops getting involved with it. And you heard that from Scott Nelson today. Hey, we've got a great show for you planned tomorrow. Uh, A lot of great folks, starting with Congressman Clyde. He is on the Oversight Committee. He is on many of the other important committees. He's got some big thoughts about what to do in the next few weeks for Republicans to make a difference. Quickly, Congressman Andrew Clyde from the great state of Georgia is with us. That's a really good one. Brandon Judd, the head of the Border Patrol Union, very powerful interview. You're not going to want to miss that. And then Congressman Scott Perry, the leader of the 20 lawmakers who forced so much change before they would allow Kevin McCarthy to be elected speaker. Big stuff there. And then former Congressman Devin Nunes, currently the CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group, which owns the Truth Social Platform. He's going to talk to us. We're going to talk a little bit about the incredible Twitter file revelations about him. That dirty trick that Adam Schiff played, he played it on Devin Nunes, trying to make Devin Nunes and his 2018 report exposing wrongdoing of the FBI on Russia collusion to look like it was a Russian bot scheme. You want to hear what Devin Nunes has to say. He had some sharp words for his accusers. And then we're going to take you over the pond. He's one of my favorite national security thinkers, particularly when it comes to issues about Great Britain. Niall Gardner from Heritage Foundation, he'll be with us. What a great lineup. And then finally, Addie Hewlett. You won't know that name yet, but you will remember it as soon as you hear her story. Why do I say that? Addie Hewlett is a former ROTC officer, a commissioned officer in the military. Her fight to get the right to have her religious exemption to the vaccine mandate be heard, and the struggle that she and many other armed forces, men and women, have faced in in the face of a a mandate that many people think was inappropriate. Addie Hewlett's going to bring it to life. You're going to hear what she went through, what her colleagues went through, what we need to do in America, in Congress, in Washington, in the White House, to make the brave men and women in our armed services who were harmed by the mandate whole out of Hewlett. You won't forget her name. I promise you that. All right. That's the Sunday lineup tomorrow. We'll have our Sunday brunch, John Solomon Reports edition. What a great lineup. You're going to love it. Don't miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. We're going to sign off for today. Happy Saturday. Watch some football. Get a little bit of coffee and maybe even a glass of beer if you're up for it. Enjoy the Saturday. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. 
you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists show your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. 